Praise God. Amen. Just remain standing. Psalms 44. It's so good to have everyone here. River, God bless you. Thank you for being here. Michael Scroggins, God bless you. Thank you for being here. Amen. Good to see you. Charlene and Debbie. Deborah here. God bless them. That's Sister Stroud's, Brother Stroud's mom and aunt. Amen. God bless them and everyone else that's made it out to the house of God. Amen. Praise God. So good to have Jesus in the house. Amen. When Jesus comes into the house, things can change. Amen. Things that's been wearing you down can be broken. Amen. I'm thankful for the power of the Spirit. I'm thankful for the power of the Word. Amen. I I just want to preach for just a few minutes. Maybe, Lord willing. Psalms 44 and 1. We have heard with our ears, O God. Our fathers have told us what work thou did in their days in the times of old. The writer is saying, God, I know in the old days you did some awesome things. Praise God. Thank God for the old days. Amen. How thou did drive out the heathen with thy hand and planted them. How thou did afflict the people and cast them out. He was literally driving the enemy out of the promised land for his people. The writer saying, I've heard these stories. For they got not the land in possession by their own sword. This story I heard was, it wasn't them getting it by being the greatest army. Neither did their own arm save them. But God, it was your right hand. It was your arm. It was the light of thy countenance. Why? Why did he do that? Because thou had favor unto them. Why are you living like you're living? I'm trying to get God's favor. Hallelujah. I want God's favor in my life. The writer says, Thou art my king, O God. Command deliverances for Jacob. He goes from talking about the old days to talking about we want it right now. God command deliverances for Jacob or Israel. Through thee will we push down our enemies. Through thy name will we tread them under that rise up against us. Here's one thing I got to tell you, God. I'm not going to trust in my bow. Neither shall my sword save me. But thou has saved us from our enemies. Come on, God's going to give us a revelation in this house. It's thou that has put them to shame that hated us. In God, we boast all the day long and praise thy name forever. And everybody say, amen. I want to preach for just a few minutes an old key to new victory.
Amen. An old key to new victory. Yes. Praise God. I hope. Hope somebody's going to help me in this house. Come on, why don't you lift your hands and your voices to the Lord right now? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. 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 In the name of Jesus, remove not the ancient landmarks. Remove not the ancient landmarks that thy fathers have placed. Hey, I want to preach to you about an old key to victory in this house. Hallelujah. You can be seated for a moment. Man, when you read the Old Testament, there's no doubt that God did great victories for the nation of Israel. You began to read how he parted the Red Sea, how he walked them across on dry ground. Amen. The Lord will spare nothing to get his people to the other side. Amen. Let me tell you, you may think that you are too far gone to get to the promised land. But God gave me a message this afternoon on the way to church. There's not any problem that's too big for God. There's no obstacle that is too big that God won't say, roll back. Roll back. Amen. Somebody's looking at the Red Sea right now. Some people are past the Red Sea, and you're standing at the the Jordan that's out of its banks. Let me tell you, the same God that split the Red Sea is the same God that'll stand at the Jordan with you and say, roll back. My people are coming through. Roll back. I'm bringing my people out. Roll back. I'm bringing my people to the promised land. Oh, come on. Somebody praise him in this house. Hallelujah. Amen. Israel had many victories. Amen. But when you study the church, the New Testament church, they also had many, many victories. Man, if God's got to shake the prison house to get his people out, he'll shake the prison house. He's got to multiply fishes and loaves so church can keep going. He'll multiply fishes and loaves. Amen, but I, 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 this is the burden of my heart. Amen. The way they got their victories, the way they got their miracles wasn't by leaning upon their own abilities. It wasn't by hiring the best band. 
It wasn't behind some hot shot evangelist. It was by leaning on that everlasting arm. Come on, somebody needs to get this in your spirit. I'm leaning. I'm leaning. I'm leaning on the everlasting arm of God. Whenever you get this in your spirit, that victory comes through God. Amen, you'll sleep better at night. You'll quit worrying about how this is all going to work out. And you'll say, you know what? The same God that helped me through the last trial will be the same God that helps me through this trial. Amen, you may come up against a financial problem tonight, but let me tell you, you've been there before. You may come up against a health problem tonight, but you've been there before. Hey man, you may come up against a devil face to face, but honey, we've been here before. Hey, we're not going to back up. We're not going to turn around. We're going forward. Hallelujah, hallelujah. But you look at the victories of the church. You look at the victories of the nation of Israel. And it always came. Victory always came through great sacrifice. Victory came through great obedience to the word of God. Amen. With no army. With Egypt being the strongest nation in the world at that time. God sent a man named Moses to tell the people that their backs were being beaten. And they were working. And they weren't getting a paycheck. But the preacher came and said, you know what? God talked to me last night. I've been in the prayer room. I've been fasting. And the Lord's been talking to me. And God is going to carry us up out of here. He's going to take us to a land that flows with milk and honey. Come on, help me right now. Amen. And as you know, being obedient to God sometimes takes you down a road where you might do a little temporary suffering. There may be some temporary hardships when you get on the road and get obedient to what God wants you to do. Amen. Somebody said, well, I began to live for God and, and trouble come my way. Yeah, let me tell you why trouble come your way. Because Pharaoh didn't want to let go of you. Pharaoh likes you being in bondage. Pharaoh likes to beat you down every day. Pharaoh likes to tell you you'll never amount to be nothing in your life. Pharaoh wants you to do his work for him. But when you say, huh, I got a word from God. I got a word that it's going to get better. It ain't going. Somebody needs to make up your mind. It don't matter if hardship comes. I 
it was through great sacrifice. It was through great obedience. Everybody say obedience. It was great obedience to the word of God that always produced the victory. It always produced a way out. Well, I, I feel, feel there's people trying to figure out how, how I need a way out. I'll tell you how you get a way out. Just get as obedient as you can get. Don't kick against the pricks. You'll just bloody yourself up. You'll just make a mess. You'll just hurt yourself. Paul, Paul, I know you think you're doing right. I know you can't see what, where you're going wrong. That's why we're going to knock you off your mule tonight. That's why I'm about to get your attention right now. And I'm fixing to shine the light on you. And you ain't near as holy as you think you are. I'm going to show you how to get this hatred out of your spirit. I'm going to show you you're killing the wrong people. I'm going to show you you're after the wrong person. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I feel the Holy Ghost backing me up right now. Hey, somebody's going to get victory if you'll open up your eyes and open up your ears and your understanding to what God is saying. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 The first key to victory. This is an old key. Is that you've got to be willing not only to come out of Egypt. You've got to be willing to get the Egypt out of you. It ain't enough to just walk through the doors of the church. Say, well, here I am. God, I'm doing your will. I'm not in Egypt. That ain't good enough. What got them in trouble was they walked out of Egypt. But when things didn't go right, they built them a golden calf. And had them one of those Egyptian perverted parties. You know what the problem is? They came out of Egypt. But they didn't get on an altar. And get the Egypt out of them. Boy, I'm going to preach. Come on, don't sit there like I'm a, like I got it all together. No. I want the Egypt out of me, God. Whatever you got to do. Hallelujah. How do you get the Egypt out of you? You don't bow up when the preaching goes forth. I said you don't. Who does he think he is? I don't think I'm nobody. I know what I am. I'm a sinner that God saved. And God put a word in my spirit. And I'm more scared of him than I am you. 
or him or them. He, he's got my soul in his hands and I'm going to preach his gospel. Hallelujah. The problem they had was they didn't get the Egypt out of them. So what I worry about, when I never see people have a moment of repentance. Well, hallelujah. Seen them walk through the door, hallelujah. Praise God. My name is so-and-so. Well, praise God. And it's always just hallelujah. And there ain't ever no Repentance. Tell you what that is, that's pride. I said it's pride. I said it's pride. Amen. It, people are so worried that you, everybody else is gonna think you're weak or oh the devil don't want this, but I don't care what the devil don't like. I'm gonna preach about repentance tonight. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm telling you what old time Pentecost needs. They need to get a new time altar. You can't live off an altar from 1945. Just like I ain't living from the altar of 2001. Every day of my life, I get a brand new altar. And I get down and I say, God, Get all the hatred out of me. Get all the anger out of me. Get all the pride out of me. Well, about 20 people. About 20 people excited about the altar. Hey, I know it ain't exciting, but if you would do it, you'd get excited after that. The feeling you get in your spirit if you'd fall in love with that altar. The greatest, the greatest feeling in your life obviously is to have the Holy Ghost. But then to love everybody and in your mind think everybody loves me. And it wouldn't matter who I met in the hallway. I could grin and shake their hand and say, I love you. If I met them at Walmart, I could still shake their hand and say, I love you. What a great feeling. Amen. The first thing they'd do, come out of Egypt. Second thing they had to do was get the Egypt out of them. And this is what the Lord dealt with me about this afternoon. The dangers from the time they crossed the Red Sea until they walked into the Promised Land. It's a very dangerous trip. Because God said, I want you to listen to me. You don't hear nothing I say. I want you to listen to this. God said, You're going to go past other nations 
But I don't want you to give your sons to their daughters. And I don't want you to give your daughters to their sons. Not because we're a great people. Not because we're special. But because if you do that, they'll take your son and your son will start worshiping their God. And when your son starts worshiping their God, you're going to lose my favor. And when you lose my favor, you're on your own. I've got an old, old key to victory. I said, I got an old key to a new victory. You better make sure on this journey that nothing gets attached to you. That will drag you out. He didn't say be careful because them Amalekites, buddy, they can, they can all bench press 400 pounds and shoot a bow right-handed and left-handed. So be careful when you go past them. Watch out for them Philistines because they got some tall boys. Watch out for the Jebusites. He, what did he say? You be careful. You don't get commingled with them and I get mad at you because when I get mad at you and I remove the hedge out of your life oh I'm going to preach to the church a little while let me tell you the devil knows he can't grab you and pull you to hell he knows he can't jump on you and beat you up but if he can get something attached to you What are you talking about? I'm talking about anything. Well, the Bible said not just get rid of the sins, but the weights. Well, praise God. I, I didn't know if you'd run the aisles or not. Let me tell you something. The enemy knows greater is he that's in me than that that's in him. He knows the Bible. He knows the word. He knows he can't put me on the ground. He knows he'll get whipped, a Holy Ghost whipping, if he starts something with me or you. But what he does know and what some of us don't know, that if he can get you to get your own little Netflix account, Well, you're always preaching about Netflix. Well, let me preach about something else. If he can get you connected up with a Trinitarian preacher. Just enough to get a little burr under your saddle. My God, what did the Bible say do with the false prophet? 
He didn't say listen to them. He didn't say send them money. Well, hallelujah. I want to tell you something. Thank God for the day you got the Holy Ghost. What a beautiful, miraculous day. When you got the Holy Ghost, you were baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. If that hasn't happened to you yet, it can happen tonight. Super simple. Repent of your sins. Say, God, I want a fresh start. And just start praising him like a wild man. You'll probably go to speaking in tongues. What a great day it was. But the devil knows that that pillar of cloud and that pillar of fire is what's leading you. As long as you're following that pillar, there ain't nothing he can do. But if he can get something in your ear. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. We still got a lot of new people. Hey, what did God say about that fruit? Well, he said, if I touch it, uh, if I, I'll die. He didn't really say that. He just don't want you to be smart. He don't want you to be no algebra like he knows algebra. He's intimidated about how smart you're going to be. Oh, what well, is a nice looking fruit? And the devil attached himself to a woman. And that woman fell into sin. Hey, all that's got to happen is something to get into your ear. I might just do this a while. I said it this morning. I want to say it again. It's amazing how people can hear verbatim what the devil says. Somehow when God speaks, it just silence. God help us. God help us. God help us. Let me tell you the old key to some new victories in people's lives. Is you got to loose yourself from anything that would drag you down. You got to loose. You got to realize the devil can't take me down, but if he attaches himself to me, well, I'm sure this is for somebody on the internet back there. Praise God. What happens in people's life? I'll tell you what happens in people's life. Somebody gets in their ear. That's why I preach against gossip. That's why I'm going to keep preaching against gossip. Hey, I got the solution. I've already preached this. I'm going to preach it again. This is how you end it. Somebody starts talking about somebody. Just get a three-way call going. Say, hang on just a second. 
Let's get them on the phone and make sure that's what happened. Oh, never mind. I got a bad signal. There won't be any more wood be put on the fire. Hey, I've been praying, God, give me the wisdom of Solomon. God, give me the... Why, why do you need wisdom? You got to know when something is trying to attach itself to you. Uh, and if you know it, uh, you can say. The devil never appears as his own self, though. The devil is a spirit. He was an angel, a fallen angel. So he didn't show up. As some angel that just with a bruise on his head from being cast out of heaven. He showed up as a, the Bible said, a serpent. The serpent, during those times a lot of theologians believed that it stood upright. And was intelligent enough to talk. So the woman would have been familiar with the serpent. So the serpent would have been like her household pet. Y'all know what a dog is, right? It's your best friend. (laughs) Can I get any dog lovers? Say, yeah. It's my best friend. So you could say it was Eve's best friend that got in her ear. Did God really say that? Did Brother Moats really say that? Praise God. Why don't you ask Brother Moats? Everybody's got my phone number. Praise God. Let me tell you what will happen though. If you don't get it while it's at this stage. If you don't take care of it while it's a little toy. It will grow into something that's real. It will grow so big it will torment you in the night time. It'll grow so big, uh, you won't know what to do. Boy, I feel like preaching. I feel the Holy Ghost backing me up right now. Uh, Let me tell you something, church. You better get rid of everything that drags you down. I don't care if it's a person, a place, or a thing. How do you like that? If it's a noun. And it drags you down. Get rid of the noun. Is that good? She's a teacher. Was that pretty good? If it is a person, a place, or a thing, and when you're around it, you begin to feel nasty. If you feel your spirit get checked, when you open that book, or look on that page, or call that person, I'm going to try to be calm. Help me, Jesus. God, give every person in this church the wisdom of Solomon. Not that I would know what's happening in your life, but that you would know what's happening to yourself. The saddest thing is for people to be drug under And they'll not even know what's happening. 
and everything in their life be tore apart. And they're still like, Brother Moats, what happened? And I could say it, but I'd hurt you. I'd do more damage by telling you the truth than to just pray with you and try to help you get loose. So what happened? They would begin to travel on the journey. What a beautiful journey. They'd get to looking over there. The Amalekites. Man, they're having a football game tonight. Oh, they're having a barbecue. Can we go over there? They'd go over there and they begin to co-mingle. If they'd have been praying, they wouldn't have ever done it. They'd have had eyes to see. They'd begin to co-mingle at the barbecue at the Amalekites' place. Then they said, boy, he's, he's kind of cute. He's kind of cute. And all of a sudden, the families are coming together. Hey, do you mind if we go over to their church? They're having a good singing tonight. They go to, and their lives become interwoven until they go from serving the God that brought them out of Egypt to an ignorant golden calf. What does God do? I'm going to turn you over to them. And their journey to the promised land is halted. You've read it. God turned them over for seven years to the Philistines. God turned them over 20 years to this one and 40 years to that one. What is that? It's God stopping them on their journey. My Lord, I feel Jesus in this place. I don't want God to have to stop me. This this concerns me so much, and I'm about to quit. Maybe, who knows? So what concerns me is that the children watch the parents. The children watch the grandparents. The children watch the great-grandparents. And they see them dabble in stuff. They think, I can dabble in stuff. Let me tell you something. If God would have came back when I was 17, I would have been in hell for eternity. This is what scares me to death. He's going to come back when somebody's 17. He's going to come back and there's going to be somebody 14. There's going to be somebody that's in a bad mood. There's going to be somebody that's, you know, they're doing this right here and they're on fire for God this week and they've got the molly grubs next week. God's going to come back when somebody's got the molly grubs. I thank God he didn't come back when I was. So I'm not here to put my finger on anybody. I'm here to blow the trumpet as the shepherd standing in this house. And say there's trouble. There's danger. Get out of your bitterness. Get out of your hatred. Get loose from the world. Get rid of things that would drag you down. Come on, stand together with me. Lift your hands to the Lord.
What terrible timing that would be for the rapture to happen the day that the lying spirit came to you and made you believe something. Hey, I'm sorry. I can't help it. I can't live my life like that. I, 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 well, just let them sow their wild oats and and when they're done, you know, they, I, I believe they'll come back to church. We're not going to do that in my house. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. That's what the Lord gave me. The old key to new victory. An old key to making it all the way to the promised land. An old key to making it all the way to the street of gold. What did the Bible say? Be careful for nothing. This is the old key. Don't let anything attach itself to you. If you've got to walk through this life with no friends. Y'all may not like this. If you've got to go through this life with no friends. You don't go to nobody's house. Nobody comes to your house. If that's what it takes to make it to heaven. God, don't let anything get attached to me. Put bitterness in my spirit. God. God, give people discernment in this place. Come on, pray with me. God, let discernment fall upon the people of God. Let discernment fall upon the people where you can see what's grabbing you. You can see what's after you. Come on, prayer warriors, help me. Come on, if you're honest, you'll say, God, open my eyes. Open my eyes where I can see myself. Come on, them unclean spirits, they're like leeches. They'll attach to you. They'll suck the very life out of you. You walk in, you're mad at everybody and hate everybody. It's because you ain't got any life. It's things that in the spirit, you got to get them off. Come on, church, this is a fearful moment right now. You've waded through swamps you shouldn't have been in. You've waded through conversations you shouldn't have been in. 
It's in the old stagnant water where the leeches are. It's not where the people of God are supposed to be. It's in an old nasty gossip hall. People trying to destroy one another. You're wading through a swamp full of leeches. You're on the internet looking at things you shouldn't look at. That's the swamp. You're not going to get through it without leeches attaching to you. Come on, in the fear of the Lord, God, let discernment come upon every person in this building. Because things need to get out of our life. Things sucking the life out of us. Sucking the joy out of us. Pulling the Spirit of God away from us. Just an empty shell. It's because you've been walking through a swamp. Walking through places. In the name of Jesus. Thank <laughs> you. 